So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. NXT 2.0 proves to be, well, uh, a, a good little bump in the ratings. Plus, news behind the curtain of AEW with some recent stars that have gone there. Plus, even more news about Big E's big WWE Championship win. Who in the wrestling world reacted to it? Who in the wrestling world reached out to him personally? A whole lot more to get into. Your comments on screen. Share the link of your stink. It's today's Sports Key to Wrestling Top Story of the Day. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Hey, everybody. Oh, my God. I'm Kevin. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in <laughs> He's on three somewhere. TVs. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Uh, three of us today on a Thursday. I'm Kev Calm, Jose G down in Florida, Nebraska. If you ask you, Mr. Jeremy Bennett, a lot to get into today, gentlemen. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, Wednesday. It's Wednesday. bro. It's Wednesday. We still got to get through dynamite, bro. So we still got to get, bro. I'm, I'm ahead of myself, bro. bro. You're yeah. victory me, bro. Yeah, I wish it was uh, Thursday. Then I could say tomorrow's Friday. <laughs> I know, bro. Especially this weekend. I'm looking forward to this festival here in, in Florida. Tacos and tequila. All you can Ooh. drink tacos. All you can eat tequila. Ooh. All, all you can eat tequila. Wait a minute. All, all you can all, drink all you tacos. Really, all you all you can drink tacos. <laughs> so all you can drink all you can eat tacos and so all they, you can drink tequila. So they put the tacos in the blender and then that tequila is so thick you actually have to chew it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long week for me because uh, this has been my first full week of work mm. since like the third week of August because I had my birthday and then you got Labor Day and and everything. So it's been a long week already. <laughs> Uh, if you haven't done it already, go ahead and subscribe to Sports Key Wrestling here on YouTube. Vince Russo with us every single Monday night covering Bro. Monday at Raw. Bro. Uh, Bro. He, he actually had some nice things to say about our Monday at Raw this week. You can check out. Uh, he did roast the rest of it, but he had some nice things to say about it. It's pretty good uh, overall. Uh, yeah, Dutch Mantel joining us on Friday nights uh, after Rampage and SmackDown. And, and of course, we have tonight the debrief following AEW. We'll also cover last night's NXT. We'll get into some NXT tonight is in, the, in this video right now. Uh, but if you haven't already, go ahead and share the link. We have a lot to get into. We want your comments on screen. We're going to get them here on screen. Uh, stay on topic and you get on screen. There you go. Gentlemen, uh, some good news for WWE NXT. People really stressed out about this big brand change. 2.0. Oh, it's a bunch of colors. It looks like Nickelodeon. Oh, I've heard that Vince is going to take it over and ruin it. And I heard that uh, yesterday we heard that Kevin Dunn, the guy we don't like that directs WB television, apparently we're the internet and we're mad at a a billion dollar corporation. But well, I did uh, a quarter of a million more of us watch the TV show this week. That, that, That question has to be asked as well. WWE promoted this show for weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, This is going to be the big relaunch of NXT, uh, a different look, a different feel, and and it definitely felt different than just another NXT. We have a new NXT champion, Tommaso Ciampa, winning a Fatal 4-Way, a match where Kyle O'Reilly was taken out of it, a a completely televised debut (laughs) for Kale Bloom, now known as Von Wagner, in this Fatal 4-Way match. Mm. We had a completely sports entertainment-driven 
angle to end the show with a wedding <laughs> that didn't get ruined. A wedding that didn't get ruined. Uh, the guy who was uh, officiating the wedding got choked out, but then Beth Phoenix came in and replaced it, and someone still got married. You can check out the post-show promo we had of Johnny Gargano who was involved in that. This is a wild show. A lot of squatch matches. Maybe a little bit too many new faces. Jeremy, you and I were texting about that. Um, but I enjoyed this. I didn't love it, but I was like, this is definitely different. I love yeah. the new set. Jose, you were physically there. Let's get into all of it. What did you guys think of NXT 2.0? Their highest ratings since April. Their highest ratings they've had in months. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, just from being there uh, and experiencing the new version, the repackaged version of NXT, I was pretty cool. Well, I, you know, I was talking to my wife when we were in there because we've been, you know, the before this revamp, you know, when mm-hmm. it was like the dark and grimy uh, type of uh, feel that you would get with the black and gold brand. Now we have this new revamp version and it just feels like it's a really small version of Monday night raw or a small version of SmackDown. Right. Um, the cool thing about the setup is because the, the, the seating surrounds the ring, like a circle, it's almost like a bowl because they have like an a bleacher type of situation. Uh, so it almost feels like you can fit a lot more people, but you don't, it actually, there's a, there's less people in there. Uh, oh. than before it looks uh, the way, it looks it's more lit up it's more illuminated there's more yeah. color it's yeah. spaced out in a way where it kind of deceives the camera and the eye where wow it looks like you could fit a lot more people in there uh but i'll tell you what the nxt crowd was good uh people were, were behind it uh we had uh joey ding ding which is the guy that has been reported on um as the guy hyping up the crowd i was literally six feet away from that guy and uh he's the guy that pretty much tells you to boo or cheer or anything like that he was pretty active throughout the show. Um, overall, man, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, we got to see tons of new faces. That a lot you of know, new people. A lot of Good new people. Lot. You know, we got to see B Fab make her debut. Uh, you know, we saw the um, the Creed brothers absolutely kill it. Awesome. That's, I think that's their second week now on NXT. So they put on a hell of a performance, bro. Bronson, uh, Bron Breaker, yeah, Rick Steiner's son. Call him Rick Steiner. Call him Rick Steiner. Rick Rick Steiner Steiner was such a great name. Rick Steiner absolutely. Ron Breaker Steiner. That would be cool. Out of the entire night, that was the one match that made my jaw drop. Because here I am thinking, damn, LA Knight's going to be in the main event tonight in a fatal four way. Yeah. Roll more than likely in my head, it's either going to be LA Knight or Tommaso Ciampa that's going to be the new NXT champion. So. I'm watching this match. They're both going at it. Braun, or Rex, is absolutely killing it with the amateur wrestling moves, mixing it in with the pro wrestling moves. Hits his finisher, and my jaw absolutely dropped, and, and I wasn't the finisher. only one. What was that? It was that a, finisher. A full body press into, into like a power, power slam. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen and that it, before. Well, actually, Goldberg's done that before, uh, but not a lot of people can execute it well. Rex did it well last night. And just to show you how many people were stunned, just like me, my whole area was LA night guys and they were all, all their jaws were dropped. It was, it was pretty crazy. That was like the one surprise of the night. Everything else was pretty cool. The, the, the wedding was hilarious. Everybody absolutely loved the wedding, especially when Dexter Loomis spoke. Uh, I know on the broadcast, they really tightened up on Dexter Loomis's face when he, said i do 
But Beth Phoenix's reaction was absolutely the best. And we got that exclusively here on Sports Kita. You guys can check that out. But uh, yeah, man, overall, man, the experience was good. I liked it. Am I going to go again? Yes, absolutely. I think uh, I think this is good. I think change change can be good, and I think this is a good change for NXT. If I Jeremy, had, what do you, you think? I heard some people. Uh, my my buddy Robert DeFelice, who's a compatriot over at uh, at 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 Fightful, Fightful, called it looked like it looked like a Saturday morning kids show. Too much color. <laughs> Uh, there were there uh, were some people that lined up to hate on this thing before the bell even rang, right? I did. Oh, I don't, man, I've seen so much negatives on this. Yeah, I don't mind. Uh, I I saw a lot of negatives on the white, and I didn't actually mind that because it makes the crowd look bigger. You didn't realize yeah. that it's not a bigger crowd. I didn't mind that. I wish they would turn off the LED during matches, though. They had that big bright NXT logo on the entranceway. I wish they would have turned that off during matches. I think that was a little bit distracting, but just a minor a minor nitpick of that. Um. The show overall, I thought was was pretty good. Uh, way too many debuts, but like um, there was a lot for two hours. Uh, especially when you throw a guy like Von Wagner in the main event, I think you're really trying to force too many debuts. I think they should have just stuck with the script on to Kyle O'Reilly. To be clear, oh, he's he, done he some no job reaction. work. To be clear, he he's done no some reaction. job work. He's done some job work on SmackDown. But to put him in that, that's not yeah. a good... That's, that's not, a formal that was, debut. That was forcing a debut, and I didn't like that. Uh, but um, but he, he held his own. He didn't look yeah. bad in the match. It's a uh, real uh, match with three other guys who are really established, and he held his own, and they made the right decision. They went with a veteran to win the title, yeah, and a, it, a, a true NXT guy. It, it got a great reaction. It shows that they want to do something serious with the title. Now, whether or not that was supposed to happen and Samoa Joe's injury was legitimate or it's just a kayfabe thing. I think it's kayfabe so now. I think it's kayfabe now. Uh, the more I think about it, the more the way things have been shaken out. I think the Joe thing's kayfabe. And I know Jose and I mentioned it la- either Monday or last week, how um, this wasn't, this wasn't supposed to happen for Joe, but it was such a good story. They had to run with it, but then they booked themselves in a corner because they had to take the title off across and put it on Joe. So they kind of booked themselves into a corner that they, way. They've been, they've been really be stung with the whole title in the last two years, yeah. e- even since the Wednesday night was um, injuries and different stuff like mm-hmm. that with the champion all the time happened with Keith uh, happened with Keith Lee or it happened with cross when he won it off Keith and, you know, uh, and a bunch of different things. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, obviously, you know, to quote Cameron Grimes, they are going to push Brumbreaker to the moon. They're putting a rocket up his butt. That's for damn sure. I like the stare down with Chomp at the end. Um, I, I even said it on Twitter. You know, LA Knight's my guy, but uh, I, I think they should have put it on Tomasa. I said that at the beginning of the show and right before the main event. So I'm very happy they did because he had never lost that title. Uh, the tag team they debuted against Imperium, I thought was pretty uh, with Briggs and Jensen. I think it's pretty good. Kind of reminds me of a, a, a kind of a beer money type of tag team with James Storm. Kind of a cowboy like uh, tag team there. I didn't mind that. Um, I thought uh, Trick with uh, Carmelo Hayes, he's that dude's got some moves, uh, as we saw in the ring, uh, and in good on the mic. So I think Trick with Carmelo Hayes is going to be a pretty cool pairing. Oh man, I gotta tell you, Mello Carmelo is over in yeah. NXT. People absolutely love him. I don't, even if he's a heel, which it looks like he might be going that direction. I got I'm the not sense he was a heel. Sure. Watching it right? on television, I got that. Yeah, sense. right. Yeah, it, it sounded like they were going that way. Yeah. Even um, with that, the guy is super over in NXT. 
I just thought there was too many force debuts to I think it was really just really trying hard to switch the gear when they could have done things like that that vignette with Tony D'Angelo was great walking down the streets of Chicago he's kind of like a mob guy I thought that vignette to introduce him was perfect but they kind of forced some guys into other positions too but overall I thought it was a real good uh, a good show they're uh, definitely trying to present characters and like focus on Mm -hmm. characters and Mm -hmm. vignettes and there's just a more dialed in sense of it. And then something sim- as simple as let's light this room up and make it look brighter and, and make it fill it with more life looks really good on television. When they're doing those wide shots, I was like, mm-hmm. I love this. Like, it's like you're, it kind of reminded me um, if you watched, uh, uh, if you watch Chicago, Black Label Pro, that that little uh, that little arena they ran in, you know, that's kind of got a bright like brightness to it a little bit with the white walls and things kind of reminded me of like a an, a kind of a like a one of those type of deals that looked good on camera. I know a lot of people bitched about it, but I thought it looked good because it made the crowd look bigger. Yeah. yeah. And and that, and those are one of the things that I was, you know, talking about a little bit earlier that because of the way that they set it up, it looks really good on camera. It looks way bigger on camera than what it does in actual when, when you're actually physically there. Yeah. Uh, so from a production standpoint, I have to agree with you, Kevin. I think it looks really good from a production standpoint. I'm not saying and I love it, but it's definitely it no, but a little bit more. It's visually pleasing to the yeah. eye. Yeah. And when something is visually pleasing to the eye, no matter if it's pro wrestling, combat sports, MMA, people are going to stick to it because it's visually pleasing to the eye. And mm-hmm. I think I think NXT nailed it when it when it comes to that. Uh, and also they, they emphasize so many new people. So if anyone says they don't really oh, they don't really care about NXT, they want to run. How? How would they invest all of this time and energy in a new set and all these new production angles? They wouldn't do that if they didn't care. They just wouldn't do that if they didn't. So to say that or to say they want to ruin it is just blindly negative. Yeah. Uh, Glenn, Glenn Zegg says, so let's talk ratings. I commented earlier. There was a post viewership saying AEW was uh, for, for AEW's higher. Wondering what's that about? I literally read the opposite online when I did research. A lie than what? Uh, there is no lie here. Uh, there is some confusion that people had last week about ratings coming in. And people always want to compete because they have this internet tribalism thing, right? Where they have to be able to say one is better than the other. And here's my irrefutable f- proof that I can go and yell and throw at somebody on the internet that I've had an argument with in a thread. Uh, I will tell you that is a waste of your energy and a waste of your time. Wrestling is a very healthy thing right now on television. Um, NXT had their highest rating since April. They performed very, very well. They went up seven points week to week. And the 18 to 49 demographic, which is the most desired dem- demographic for their audience, they did around 770,000 viewers. This is overnight viewership. Does not include streaming, does not include YouTube, does not include any social media traffic at all, or anyone watching the show on demand. So I would say that show is going to clear about 1.4, 1.6 million people before the end of the week in terms of on demand viewership. That's a guesstimate. That's not me saying that's what it is that's something you have to consider with any tv show probably there's probably two to three million people watching AEW every week after wednesday before they even mm-hmm. get to thursday so consider that guys that has to be thrown at you there uh and also you know raw was was an interesting number did it get beat by pro football monday night football its debut of yeah course. it did um but that was expected yeah and the interesting note and i think this is the clearest sign that WWE did something smart on monday night raw 
teased biggie's gonna show up money in the bank cash in first 15 minutes says he's gonna do it said he's gonna do it on social media they're gonna tease it they're gonna go backstage and have him talk to the new day and all these different people and cut a promo right and then he's gonna come out at the end of the night and win the title and it worked because for the first time in a long time you can see that wwe's ratings went up at the end of the show not down as they tend to do from the beginning the end that's a reversal that shows a very good different trajectory for wwe if they want to hold this number they have now and they're doing some interesting things and you have a fresh new champion smackdown was interesting smackdown had massive numbers smackdown had their biggest rating since january and crushed friday night did really really well i was one of those people that did not like wwe moving smackdown to friday nights for tv i didn't think it was a great move but i don't care i was dead wrong about that because Mm -hmm. wwe and fox this is a good mm-hmm. pairing for them, and they're doing very, very well. Uh, they are cr- put it into perspective. Uh, Friday night used to be the CW night. It used to be the night that CW did really well with scripted shows. Uh, they're getting they're getting whooped. <laughs> so so, and part of that <laughs> is SmackDown. It, it, the yeah. people that don't want that on on Friday night is probably fans of CW television. You know, yeah, there's probably a lot more angrier fans of whatever whatever superhero show is on CW on a Friday night. It'll um, be uh, it'll be interesting to see what AEW does though, because that raw demo did drop by quite a bit. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if AEW can keep pace. Uh, because oh, they're gonna do great. They're gonna yeah. be awesome. And, 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 and obviously is, next week's going to be now, huge. But you can see it now, Jeremy. You and I were talking about this. After all, when were we going to see the response from WWE? We, yeah. I don't think we saw it that Monday right after All Out. I think uh, we've seen it since. Uh-huh. I think we've seen it. In, they did their biggest gate they ever did in Madison Square Garden. Think about yeah. it. With WWE, yeah. the most money they've ever made at Madison Square Garden ever in a single I thought- night. I thought it was interesting, though, that WWE threw all their cards on the table for Monday, and it, it still didn't really stop the bleeding of Monday Night Football. So that just goes it's, to show it's, it's you can't do anything. By football. Yeah, you Anyone's just can't do it. It just goes to show you can't really do anything because they moved that title match, and then uh, later on Big E announced that he was going to cash. And so even that couldn't really save it uh, from getting trounced by Monday Night Football. Plus, it was a good game. So Yeah, it was a game that went into overtime and stuff like that, too. My thing is if you can keep that number around what it is, Everyone's like, oh, the show used to be like 20, it used to be like 8 million people in 2000. Yeah, because there was there were 70 cable channels. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Now, you have so many more. <laughs> now there's 332. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and there was. hundred different uh, subscription services. And, and your, your alternative was like DirecTV and Dish, you know. Yeah. even I don't even know if Dish was around back then. I know DirecTV was, but. It's a completely different game, you know. Yeah. And, and then, you, then people talk about, you know, if AEW gets over a million, it's incredible. It's like, it's, well, no, you can't change the logic for one mm-hmm. and then not use it for the other you know the tribalism so, is real dude you yeah, know tribalism the, the, is real. The, the, the aw guys and we see i see it all the time in the comments i'm sure you guys see it all the time sure. in the comments anytime there's a small little victory it's like they won this huge battle and you know it's they're the hot company right now so they are going to get those views yeah uh people talking about oh well were was there a bigger number for AEW than wwe last week yeah there were some demo numbers but also what does that mean if they're not on the same night so like if they're not head to head that's a skewed number you know so uh, I, I don't like when i get it where you can talk about those numbers certainly pulling people away and and i know many people that love to just crap on wwe they love AEW. i have some very very good friends and that's a thing they really enjoy um, so I guess I guess if if you say WWE sucks, AEW gets better is is like a, a, a silly thing, you know. Um, but I don't see where that works. 
but that's our weekly, right that's here. our weekly check-in on your on your on, on people talking shit on the internet so there we go <laughs> i love this comment here by christopher ryan cooper crc saying let's get upset now that wwe can't beat the nfl come on man it's freaking football <laughs> <laughs> love it uh, i don't know who could beat football so that's okay <laughs> Uh, what, what's our next story here, gentlemen? What do you want to jump into, Jose? Well, you know, Renee Paquette's in the in the news today. Uh, she had an interview today with uh, our good friend uh, uh, Nick Hausman over there at Wrestling Inc. And uh, she had a lot of things to uh, to reveal today, things pertaining to her non-compete clause and maybe possibly taking a jump over, you know, to good old AE dubs. Jeremy, what's the story here? Uh, in the interview... Um... She uh, had mentioned that uh, she thinks she's free and clear. Uh, she's going to. She has confirmed she's going to be at Bloodsport, which is a uh, Josh Barnett's uh, show there, yeah. and I believe. And Moxley is usually a regular on those shows as well. Um, and uh, she said, "Everyone better buckle up and hold on to their asses. I'll fight anyone." Well, except for maybe Misha. I won't, I won't think I'll fight Misha Tate. So. <laughs> I won't fight um, Misha Tate. <laughs> but uh, she has confirmed that she will. Uh, uh, we'll be at Bloodsport. I do not have a date for Bloodsport here, um, but it's got to be upcoming here very soon. Um, of course, everybody is wondering if uh, if she will uh, be joining uh, uh, her husband in AEW, John Moxley, uh, and she says she's open to the idea. She misses pro wrestling, misses being involved in pro wrestling in that capacity, but she does not know what that job will be or what her role is could be within AEW. We could probably rattle off a few different ideas of things to do. And AEW is growing. So as their broadcasts are growing, they're adding on new shows. I think there's definitely a role. So I think that's probably telling the fans that she plans on AEW eventually just does not know when i think and i think that was almost a given at any point in time as well uh you got a, a, a new baby so you know being able to travel with uh with her husband is probably going to be a a big sticking point to things like that so uh, i think it's um i think it's a matter of time before she shows up in aew though uh she said that yeah. uh you know what, she what do you do with her do you just put her backstage like where, where well yeah like like she had mentioned in the uh in the interview she doesn't know there's so many things that they could be adding down the line that she could jump into as well so uh but she said that uh you know uh um uh, you know that that it's gonna it's probably gonna happen so uh you know it, it's just a matter of where but she does not think uh uh, she doesn't say necessarily that she wants to jump into commentary, though. A lot of people thought uh, with that JR news coming out that, oh, Renee's going to come in and replace JR. Of course, JR's kind of refuted that himself, so we don't know what, what exactly. His deal, is, his deal is up soon with AEW? Yeah, yeah. and so, uh, you know, and, and so she doesn't, uh, so she almost sounds like she doesn't want to really do uh, commentary, so to speak, but would rather do features, interviews, and things like that. And of yeah, course, she's, she was vocal about not enjoying commentary. Like not being like doing it was a big deal to her, but not being the biggest fan of someone being in your ear and it yeah. being live and the pressure of it being live. There's some people who want to broadcast stuff. And I say this is somebody who broadcasts wrestling. I have more experience broadcasting wrestling uh, and broadcasting around it. I've only done commentary once or twice. It's very stressful. There's a lot you have to do. And I'm just talking to the minimal independent. I love commentary. And, That's my world right there. And you, you've done a little bit of it. Now I did all the backstage stuff. I do a lot of it. <laughs> stand up shots and cutting promos and producing things and like 
contributing like punch up lines for promos and stuff like that. And like, you're just off camera and your feet, your feet, Hey, here, let's do another take and let's try this. Like that type of stuff. And um, that's a little bit different. I think it's more up her alley is, and I think she would be very good about bringing over a real casual. There's a lot of casual wrestling fans that love Renee. There's a lot of women that really love Renee. And I think that would be the key use of her is to get, uh, a casual female wrestling fan to check out the show. I agree with that. I think, uh, you know, Renee is uh, very good on screen. I think she has a great personality and I think yeah. people feel comfortable around her. So I think having her as a feature interviewer uh, where she does those one-on-one interviews, kind of like what JR does now uh, with the, with the top names in AEW, I can see her doing that, like doing those features, those documentaries, those specials featuring Renee Paquette. I think she'll be great at that. Um, commentary, I don't think so. I, I think they have a legit good commentary team. Um, but it is tough. I like commentary. I think I love my job besides doing here wrestle uh, here at stuff at Sports Keto Wrestling. I do commentary outside in Spanish, and I absolutely love it. Uh, so it's not for everybody. There's a lot of stuff no. to do at the same time. Uh, while you're doing uh, a commentary, so uh, but uh, I I would love to see her feature and in, in interviews. Yeah, and I'm not the biggest fan of Alex Marvez being a backstage comment, a uh, backstage interviewer. Really, she could I mean, easily yeah. replace him because uh, you also got Dasha Fuentes, but she's always busy. Uh, she's on the the Spanish she's a, uh, broadcast. Yeah, she's so. on the spot. Yeah, she's on the Spanish commentary. So I could definitely see her coming in right away and replacing Marvez as a backstage interviewer for sure. And he'll still work in production. He still mm-hmm. does a whole lot for them. So yeah. don't worry. No one's losing a job, hopefully. Nope. nope. Uh, let's see what fans are thinking of this. If they're they're on board with all these different things here. This would be uh, interesting right here. <laughs> what's that? Uh, I think I hit it. There we go. Okay. She can always manage her husband. That would be interesting to see her as a manager. She could do it. I mean, she's got some sass. They've had her do a couple of things in the ring. Yeah. I remember, I remember she slapped she slapped the Miz once. Yeah. Uh, she, he deserved she, it, though. He, yeah, well, I, I would say he most did. of the time he deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> this is interesting, Good luck too. He's going to be on Dancing with the Stars starting next week. Uh, it'd be interesting if she shows up with Mox at uh, GCW when he faces Gage in October. That, you never know. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see how she's utilized. I, I think it's she's going to end up doing something in Elite Wrestling. That makes yeah. sense. And if, plus she was, the, if she wasn't going to go back to, if she wasn't going to go to ESPN or, you know, do stuff in Canada, she's now based in the States, you know, I don't I know. Can, I could totally see AEW eventually expanding to some sort of half hour weekly magazine show too, where she could host that, you know, um, just some sort of weekly kind of recap. Uh, it's just a, a special side uh, uh, show that they could do on a weekly basis, like on a throw it on a Saturday or, or, or on a Tuesday night or something like that, you know, get something on HBO max. <laughs> like we've been saying it now for like six get- months something on hbo hbo warner media hell uh, this, this week they're going to cut off amazon hbo from amazon so they're they're full blast with hbo max is their streaming put the, platform. put the put the put the pay-per-views on there too please oh yes dude, even the old ones even if you're not streaming it live just put dude, all out absolutely of yes go, go peacock on it i'll pay for it yeah oh if they had a stream they had a live channel on it i had max but i lost I it when i got a, got rid of cable so okay 
Yeah, because you have it like in a package deal or something like that. Yeah, I have it by itself. It's worth it. it. There's enough. There's more than enough on it. And if you don't want it, you drop it. You know what I mean? Like, like there, there's plenty of people I know that would say they were doing that with the network back in the day. I've peacocked through my internet. It's awesome. I got everything I want. I love Peacock. I, I yeah. think Peacock's yeah. great. They have tons of good stuff. Yeah. Um, I loved it back when I was on the network from the WWE side. That's the only nitpick I have because it, there's not there's a lot of stuff that the features on the network were so much better than they were on Peacock. Um, uh, but yeah, but Peacock, they got good shows on there. They got good movies. It's good stuff. Tell me about this Alex Cole story, Jeremy. Jeremy, uh, what is going on here? I'm actually, going to Big E. We were doing Big E instead. I'm of, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself here. <laughs> yeah, Adam Cole. It has a little bit of news, but not really much meat to that bone. On Adam mm-hmm. Cole, basically, he signed. Uh, he signed, decided right before all out that he was going to resign, and then uh, the whole thing about he had no idea about the management pitch, but that was more of a uh, planned idea. But that the, they never officially went to Cole to, to pitch that. So those are kind of the things on adam cole not much to talk about there story killer uh biggie of course uh biggie making him making his rounds uh after becoming wwe champion after a 12-year journey uh interviewed with bleacher report and uh, uh a couple of former wrestlers reached out to biggie after the big title win one none other than the nature boy rick flair uh rick woo rick rick texted him after we were, his money we in the bank win. there yeah <laughs> Uh, Rick texted Big E after his big money in the bank win and then also sent him another text after the uh, after the uh, capture of the title there, uh, you know, and uh, Big E said, I'll always geek for a Ric Flair text. Uh, I got a Ric Flair uh, text a month, uh, a few months ago for money in the bank. He texted me again last night. It's Ric Flair. Getting a Ric Flair text is pretty ridiculous. But, you know, there are people who used to work here that did reach out and say really positive things. AJ Lee, who I style, I still talk to fairly regularly of course uh, Big E came in with AJ Lee and uh, Dolph Ziggler there uh, when he made his debut on the main roster says he considers her a friend she reached out and said some really beautiful things everybody has been so incredibly nice and uh, he then- so deserves that man that interview oh. today on the, on the bump was great yeah and on the bump he mentioned uh, I think we're getting this too because I think MVP teased it on Twitter as well he wants to see mm-hmm the Hurt Business Battle the New Day. And I think MVP might have responded to it or something. Uh, I think expect the Hurt Business to be coming back very soon. Yeah, there was a tweet earlier, uh, or actually not a tweet, but a post on Instagram. Uh, MVP posted a selfie with uh, Shelton Benjamin on the plane uh, with the caption saying, uh, talking business with an old acquaintance. Did you see dot, uh, dot, dot. Did, did you see Cedric Alexander's tweet on Monday night after... Uh, uh, no, if you would have had backup, yeah, he, this little, <laughs> little 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 gif there of that. Just so saying. love it, Liano. I uh, uh, hurt business was one of the better factions to one of the better things. Period to come out of the pandemic era for WWE. It was one of the consistent great things on Monday Night Raw. Uh, in any any period where Monday Night Raw has been kind of weak, uh, the hurt business was consistently great. Uh, should not this have ended a great episode of my raw i wouldn't say mm-hmm. it was the like the greatest but it was a good raw. Good. it was good yeah. it was there's a lot of good energy yeah um i like the alexa bliss and charlotte stuff uh for a change normally that kind of stuff has been up and down in terms of uh creatability or create creativity uh and ridiculousness but i thought that was a, a well done with her alexa didn't get booed no 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 she was in front of a, she's they over kept her away from those live crowds to let that bray wyatt stuff cool off yeah 
and now she's in front of him and now she's getting real reactions yeah and the way she delivered that line where it's kind of like a sarcastic like i wouldn't want to be friends with i wouldn't really want to be friends with you because you are manipulative sadistic <laughs> it was like very childish <laughs> it was um, great there's some things that she does that are good um yeah i do agree that she got the bray wyatt you know gimmick and and is running from there with it uh that that feels odd but i'm not saying everything in wwe is great but i'm saying yeah. uh they're definitely doing some new things yeah the it's first interesting th- they're doing this right before the draft the first half was really good it kind of came to a screeching halt after that until the main event but uh yeah overall it's a good show yeah there's some botcheroonies for sure on the show too but what are you gonna do things yeah happen. It's live TV. It happens. It, it just seems like that for the love of God, they cannot come up with any exciting angles on the tag division. And, uh, you know, plus you have uh, Shotzi and Knox that defeated the champions three times. And where are they? You know, are you talking everybody, about the women's tag division. Yeah. You see, okay. you see everybody asking where the hell they are because they beat the champions three times and they haven't been seen Oscar? for a month. Natalia had, uh, Natalia had that injury. Oscar's yeah. hurt. Yeah. Uh, Oscar had posted a photo like she's she's got something with her arm, like it's in a air cast or something. So I think Oscar's hurt. Yeah, maybe a choice surgery there. Yeah, uh, that'll do it for Sports Kid Wrestling today. I, I, we we have a lot more stories that we keep covering all the time at sportskita.com. If you haven't done already, go ahead and download the Sports Kita app. Uh, we also have the SK Wrestling app. If you just want to get wrestling specific, it's available on Google Play and Apple. Get everything sports in just a couple clicks right there. Don't have to go scrolling around for it. And if you haven't done already, go ahead and subscribe to Sports Key Wrestling on YouTube. All right. Give us a follow on the Facebook as well. 2.9 million strong there. Checking oh. us out. I know many of you guys watch us there. And I uh, say so you can't stream the shows video wise. Well, go get the podcast. All right podcast is available now charting in many different countries thank you guys for putting us on the top 100 several times this past week on the usa uh, uh, apple wrestling chart thank you so much we're right next to wwe's the bump and a handful of other great shows that you guys may check out so if you're a wrestling podcast listener uh go ahead and make it part of that portfolio if you have it uh, uh jose i know you're busy tonight we got the debrief yeah, that's right, guys. I got the debrief tonight uh, following AEW Dynamite. Join myself, Enrico El Glorioso. We're going to be breaking down last night's NXT 2.0 and tonight's AEW Dynamite. Uh, it's going to be a good show. Go ahead and tune in tonight. And also, uh, we got Recons of Wrestling tomorrow, 8 p.m. on YouTube and on Facebook. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and follow us over there. And follow me on socials, Jose G Official. Bam. Uh, how are we doing in the mid car there, Jeremy? Yes, sir. Uh, we will be, uh, myself and uh, fellow sports kid writer Matt Black, we will be uh, recording Lost in the Midcard after Dynamite tonight. Episode 299, as we push to 300, we will do episode 300 next week. Uh, we'll try to do some maybe some surprises or something special for that. But uh, search for Lost in the Midcard uh, where you get your podcasts and uh, find the thing that says new feed. That'll be the way to go there. Or you can also subscribe on the YouTube. Give us a subscribe there and a, a thumbs up and a bell icon on on that also just search for uh lost in the mid card 
All right. Thank you guys so much for supporting the channel. We hope you're enjoying wrestling however you're watching it, whenever you're watching it, all those good things. Hope you're staying safe, too. All right. Staying safe. Uh, you go out, you cut a nose and the mouth, not just this one. Don't do this guy. All right. You got to do that. You got to do this guy. All right. So there you go. <laughs> we're, 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 were you just dabbing on me there for a second? The, no, the phone is not a mask. Gentlemen, the phone is not a mask. No, bro, this is this, you know, the, the into the arm. That's where you cough. <laughs> That's not trying to do a dab. It ain't it ain't 2017 anymore, bro. Trying to do the <laughs> trying to do the macho man elbow. Yeah. It's right. Get rid of the virus. Let's get rid of the virus, baby. All right. Thank you guys so much for checking out the channel. We hope we'll see you tomorrow. We're here every weekday with top story of the day, right around this time. Remember when watching wrestling, tell them what they gotta do, boys. Enjoy that wrestling yeah 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 let me tell